Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the program. Over the weekend, we were talking about that sick, degenerate bastard, Ed Kemper. And today, we have an article to add some context to who that man was. And this article is from Fox News, and the headline, Real Mindhunter recalls meeting personable serial killer Edmund Kemper. He didn't appear to hold back. Dr. Anne Walbert Burgess recalled her days working with the FBI in the book A Killer by Design, Murderers, Mindhunters, and My Quest to Decipher the Criminal Mind. Now, if you're familiar with the show Mindhunter on Netflix, then you'll be familiar with Ed Kemper and Dr. Burgess. And if you haven't watched the show and you're interested in this topic, it's certainly a show that is worthwhile to check out. It goes into the whole entire creation of the FBI's BAU unit and how they came to prominence, how they were able to go in and talk to guys like Charles Manson, Ed Kemper, just a whole slew of serial killers and psychopaths. And from there... Their work ended up ballooning and becoming what we see today and what we know of today as the BAU. This article was authored by Stephanie Nolasco. Dr. Ann Walbert Burgess has sat down with some of the most heinous serial killers in American history, but there was one that gave her an unforgettable first impression. Ed Kemper, if you will, was very enjoyable to talk to, she told Fox News Digital. And you've heard that from a lot of people who sat down with Ed Kemper, that he was a personable guy, somebody that was easy to talk to. But lurking just below the surface was an absolute monster, a madman who killed not only his mother, but his grandmother as well. He was very articulate. He had a voice that carried well, that I guess sold well. He had enough of a personality that wouldn't offend people, unlike some of the other people who were clearly offensive. He was very personable and didn't appear to hold back. He also knew exactly when his fantasies for killing started. And while he was in prison, he even began to narrate audiobooks. Kemper, known as the Ogre of Aptos and the co-ed killer, stood at a towering six foot nine inches, had a 136 IQ, and spoke with a booming voice, made to fit to read audiobooks. Burgess described, Kemper began his two-year killing spree three years after leaving a state hospital where he served a conviction for killing his grandparents when he was 15. Beginning in 1972, 
The now 74-year-old killed six women he picked up hitchhiking, then killed his mother and her closest friend in 1973, before turning himself in. Seven of the victims were decapitated, including his mother. And one of the victims, he decapitated her and then buried her head in the garden with her face pointing up at his mother's room. That's the kind of sick, demented son of a bitch we're dealing with when we're talking about Ed Kemper. The celebrated criminal psychologist and researcher who inspired the character of academic consultant Dr. Wendy Carr in Netflix Mindhunter has recently written a memoir titled A Killer by Design, Murderers, Mindhunters, and My Quest to Decipher the Criminal Mind. In it, she detailed her encounters with the country's most dangerous men as she analyzed what drove them to kill. Now, up until this point, remember, the FBI was a pretty buttoned-down operation. They were the men of J. Edgar Hoover. And they certainly weren't delving into the realms of the sick and twisted the way that we see the modern-day FBI with the BAU getting down. We had always planned to do this book back when I was down at Quantico with the Behavioral Science Unit, but for a variety of reasons, we didn't do it, she explained. We wrote one book, which was our more academic book on sexual homicide. I began to tell my co-author, Stephen Constantine, about all of these papers and data that I had. He was the one that suggested that maybe we should take a closer look and write a book. And that's what we did. I was brought on to try and get a more systematic way of interviewing these individuals. And we wanted to know the recipe for serial killers. So this is really where it all started. As far as the FBI's involvement with looking into the criminally insane, if you will, or those who are driven by proclivities that the rest of us will never understand. This was pretty much the genesis for all of it. And when they first came on the scene, the whole entire unit was pretty much understood. So much so that even in their own building at the FBI headquarters, they were sent down to the basement to conduct their work. Burgess noted that the investigators she worked with interviewed Kemper several times as he was willing and eager to speak out. Ed Kemper was one of the most talkative serial killers of all time. He was quick to talk to the investigators, and even before being caught, he was one of these guys that would hang out at the local cop bar, and they called him a harmless nuisance, is what the cops called him when he was hanging around the bar chatting them up. He recalled how he would practice, said Burgess. He talked about how he would practice picking up young co-eds and then driving a little further each time until he had a weapon of some kind. He was really testing himself to see how far he could go without doing anything. He never had the opportunity, he said, to date and do what most teenage boys would do. And that was one of the reasons, he said, that he killed. He said, I wish I could have only raped them, but no, I had to kill them. And Kemper was very upfront about his crimes and what he was involved in and the motivations behind it. So he was a treasure trove of information as far as the criminally sick go and for the BAU to get things kicked off. He was the right guy at the right time, if you will, for their purposes. And they certainly used Ed Kemper and their conversations with him to help jumpstart the whole entire program. According to Burgess, the criminals were eager to detail their horrific crimes as FBI agents attempted to understand the roots of their motives. 
Many of these men had absent fathers. It was something that would come up frequently, she explained. The father would leave, whether it was because of a separation, a divorce, or whatever. As a result, they were raised until a certain age by a dominant parent, which was a mother. I think these FBI agents, certainly at the time, were considered the premier law enforcement agency. A criminal would be seen in prison as important if someone from the FBI wanted to interview you. So it was a status thing for a lot of these prisoners as well. They'd want to be interviewed by the FBI so they can go and brag to the rest of their scumbag buddies in prison about how evil they were or why the FBI wanted to come see them. Burgess also recalled speaking with Jean Jobert, a former airman and Boy Scout leader, who said he enjoyed seeing the fear of his victims. He certainly appeared harmless, if you want to use that word, said Burgess. When he would talk about going out and looking for a victim, all he would say in his interviews was that he just wanted somebody alone. That makes sense, but you also wonder if there were other aspects of the victims being alone. He selected young males, adolescent males, ages 12 and 13. So many of his problems started at that age. So you wonder when you look at the dynamics of what, he, what that meant to him and why he targeted that particular age. He tried to protest and say he didn't care whether they were male or female. However, he didn't have any female victims. And you'll see that a lot when you read the interviews with these psychos. They're always trying to explain things away or say they're not this or they're not that. Like the son of Sam was very, very adamant that his crimes weren't motivated by sexual proclivities. Meanwhile, at the same time, he would talk about how he would go home and masturbate about them when all was said and done. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. In 1996, Joe Barra was executed in the electric chair for stabbing two boys to death in 1983. After he was convicted in Nebraska for killing Danny Joe Eberly, 13, and Christopher Walden, 12, he was convicted in Maine of strangling and stabbing Richard Stetson, 11. Joe Barra, 33, claimed the murders were the culmination of years of psychosexual fantasies, and a lot of these guys have those as well repressed fantasies and these repressed desires that they've never been able to live out. And eventually, a lot of these folks aren't able to just keep them as fantasies and they turn into something completely different. Burgess went further back in her studies. She analyzed the case of the Lonely Hearts killer, Harvey Glattman, from the 50s. Burgess described how Glattman's mother took the, the then 11-year-old to a psychiatrist after she discovered he was interested in autoerotic asphyxiation. However, a mental health professional reportedly told her, he's just an adolescent, he'll outgrow it. Burgess said, that case is crucial as it shows why mental health professionals need to be educated on the early warning signs. We now always say, take everything seriously, she said, and you have to. As a mental health expert dealing with kids, especially kids who might have dealt with trauma, you have to really be on your shit if you're going to be one of these therapists or one of these psychologists. Because if the signs are missed, 
in childhood, it could easily turn into a situation where we have one of these psychopaths like Ed Kemper. There was one encounter where she said silence spoke volumes. I remember from one of my cases, we had one individual who really didn't talk much, said Burgess. He just gave simple yes or no to any question you asked him in a monotone voice. I mentioned to the lawyers that he was being considered for the death penalty because he had killed his whole family. I said to the lawyers, has he ever asked you any questions? They said, no, he's never asked one question. He's just very happy to be in a solitary cell. My hunch is that he had all of these fantasies in his head. And in solitary confinement, he could just sit there and fantasize about those desires. That would be one way of looking at it. Now, can you imagine if that was your motivation and you were sitting in a jail cell, solitary, happily, so you could fantasize about all of the people you have killed and all of the people you want to kill? Just absolutely bizarre and bananas for us to think about. But how many people out there are like that? It's scary when you think about the number of people out there who are disturbed. Burgess said that there was one serial killer who left her perplexed. Dennis Rader, who called himself BTK for bind, torture, and kill, murdered 10 people in Wichita, Kansas from 1974 to 1991. Police would not catch him until 2005. Burgess admitted she was stunned that Raider kept many souvenirs of his victims around his home and they, they were never discovered by his family. He did hide them, whatever that meant, said Burgess. I don't know whether he had a false door or something like that. I never saw any photos of something like that. But I think that also says something about him, that he could do things right under the noses of his wife and children. That is something that we saw in killers that would do that to police. They would try to get away with their crimes as close to the police as possible. I remember Kemper said the police were checking all the cars coming down from the campus. The co-eds were not supposed to hitchhike a ride from anyone that didn't have a university sticker on their car. His mother worked for the college, so he had a sticker, and he knew that. He also talked about how one time he thought someone might stop him as he went into campus, but he was waved on. That gave him a particular bit of pleasure that he was able to put it over on the police. And again, a lot of these killers, it's a cat and mouse game. They get off on that, the whole chase, the whole I'm smarter than the police. There was one individual, Burgess said, may have shown genuine signs of remorse. The problem is you don't know whether they're showing that emotion because they got caught or they actually really felt bad, she said. But I know Monty Rissell commented on how he let one of his victims go. She said she had talked to him about her father who was dying of cancer. He had a brother with cancer, and he said, you have enough problems, and then he let her go. That was always a case we studied. What type of victim would he let go? That way we can use that knowledge for prevention and training. Maybe some things can be said or done that would help. The purpose of the study was really in the service of trying to understand enough so that we could do the prevention on these serial killers. Today, Burgess hopes her studies will shed new light on many of these high-profile cases. I want readers to think from a prevention standpoint where we can identify what we call the red flags in these young men earlier on, she said. So many times, people are much more fascinated with the killer and why he did it. But we need to understand how we got here in the first place and not blame the victim. 
It's the offender causing damage and injury to our society. And for those of you that are interested in this topic, I would highly suggest picking up this book. It's a very good read, and Ann Burgess is one of the pioneers of this whole entire industry. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. All of the information that goes along with this episode can be found in the description box. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.